1: You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring no other pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Cooser. Currently with Daniel Cooser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it.
2: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy, Dan. Dan, how are you feeling after
3: that uh, Casey Comets media game we played in on... uh, on, Well, celebrity and media game, excuse me. On celebrity slash media game, it's all the same, really. (laughs) Uh, You know, buddy, to say... We all know I've talked about the arthritis in my hips, Mm -hmm. because I'm getting old. So let's just say... The next couple of days weren't feeling that great. <laughs> uh, man, I can, in my basement, I work out, I do agility stuff and jump around and stuff. But like, there's controlled movements. Like, you know what you're doing, but right. then you go play a sport, which is like unpredicted movements and it's totally that's what really it kills you. So yeah. yeah, I was fine that night until about bedtime and I was like, ooh, tomorrow might be bad. <laughs> feeling, feeling a little sore. Yeah, I felt fine. Heart and lungs, great. Could have went ninety minutes. <laughs> but like okay. at the end I was like, ah, oh, these joints are done. Yeah.
2: It was uh it was fun. It was wild. There were a lot of people on the field. Uh you what couldn't the get the ball through the players? midfields.
3: What was the yeah. ratio of teams?
2: Hey, I'm not I'm not trying to say that, you know, there was match fixing that was occurring, <laughs> but it did seem
3: like Team Vastos had a few more people on the field than Team Serrano okay. did. A few go, go pause the video or something. Let's let's get salty. You want to get salty? Let's get nuts. All right, because they were. I swear to God, you could pause the video and they had at least 10 more people than us. Am I wrong? It felt like it. I mean, you couldn't get the ball through the midfield to save your life. I mean, you're lucky if you got a you know a three yard pass, but uh, you know, it's it was fun. This was a bunch of this was like a bunch of big kids just running around trying to catch butterflies. Like, that's what it looked like. Have you ever seen a kindergarten soccer game where? Everybody just chases the ball around the field the entire time. Uh, that's what it felt like. But Here's the worst part. At the beginning <laughs> of the game, we're backstage or whatever, and someone, you know, they pull us in, and, and Lydia from, uh, uh, you know, Lydia, she does announce- announcements for KU and Casey Great. Right. She goes, who can actually play? Implying that she can't <laughs> and that no one else can. And you know it's bad when me and Chris both go, me. And it's like if we're saying that and no one else is, we're in trouble, guys. <laughs> right. It
2: it was not great. Um. It was it was kind of cool because you know I've played in this in the sporting KC one. We're gonna get you and Chris in there this year. I'm sure of it. Uh. But they, you know, when that one happens, they just kind of send you out on the field. You run around. You know, there's no like player introductions or whatnot. Yeah. KC Comets. They were like, we're gonna line you up. We're gonna do introductions. There's music. They smoke. There's lights. There's everything. It was legitimate. They line us all up. You and Chris were up a little bit farther ahead of me. You hear them announce, and from no other pod, number twenty-two, Chris Rice, and he runs out there, and and then and also from no other pod, also number twenty-two, inexplicably, Daniel Kuzer,
3: and Can they what? say that inexplicably. Do they say that? I, oh, okay. Uh, editor's note: inexplicably editor's note, (laughs) I did not pick 22. Chris was like, oh, you're you're 22 as well? I was like, I guess. And he's like, well, did you pick that? No, I didn't pick that. (laughs) Yeah, It was funny. And so I'm sitting there. I didn't tell you and Chris this. I'm sitting there because I'm like
2: 10 people farther back than you all for some reason. I'm sitting there (laughs) going, what am I going to do when I run out there? Do I just do like con cool collected jog out? I had actually planned when they announced me, I was going to turn around and do the point to the nameplate so it was going to get up on the screen because it said no other pod on my nameplate. So I was going to do the whole point for the brand and the wow. uh, RVD. Yeah, exactly. And so then the, uh, the, the person in front of me, they get their name called. I'm sitting there and they're like, okay, I, I literally am thinking, can I jog backwards or am I going to fall back? Like, how am I going to do this? Because I want to do this. I don't hear my name called. I hear the person behind me's name called. I'm like, nope, this is fine. They just got them mixed up by one. So I step aside, let her go. Then they announce the next person and the people that are coming after me are starting to get a little bit more notable. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Now they just announced, you know, Haley Lewis. Okay. There's only like two people left. Now they're the back there. MTV challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me and the dudes from the challenge. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to be after them. And Steve Serrano's out there, and he's like, "Hey, they they forgot him." And and there's a, the, a a comments staff member or a game day ops guy, and he like pulls out his phone, and he looks like he's gonna call somebody, but then he like slowly starts walking to the announce table, and they're like, "And finally, the coach of Team Serrano, Steve Serrano, who runs out there, by the way, wearing Fire Jordans. I don't know if you noticed, he was wearing well, looked- high tops, and I was like, this dude's about to risk you know two hundred dollars shoes on the field." And so I just stand there and then all the lights come on. I see you and Chris bust up laughing and I like awkwardly jog out and I didn't hear it. But Brittany told me after she goes, they, uh, they kind of picked up the mic after and they just were like, and, uh, and here comes Jimmy joining them on
3: the field. And it was like a very clear afterthought, but it was, was, I enjoyed it. It was hilarious. It was a very funny rib. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad they did that. I, I told them to do that uh no (laughs) (laughs) you slipped them the 20 after absolutely i mean this is just start to finish thanks so much for the comments for letting us back our way into this thing like it was was fun fun, you know but uh, the organization of it is just kind of uh hey just show up and do whatever you want (laughs) to (laughs) do it was uh yeah do you need a VIP pass maybe not just show up chris gets
2: up to the, the, the the box and i'm like oh you got your vip pass and he's like what are you talking about i'm like you get
3: your jersey he's like what are you talking about and i'm like chris you gotta go check in bro i dropped the ball buddy i didn't forward him the email i didn't give him the info uh, uh, well so he we didn't know he didn't know to pick stuff up and i'm like i i screwed it dude he doesn't have access to the email address like you and i do makes sense we should he's give new him the password he's new blood has he earned the password yet he, he's doing alright, I, I think he's earned it
2: <laughs> but it was It was fun, you know, I'm not trying to compare our, you know, media game that we just experienced on Saturday to an actual real live MLS game, but it, it is funny because you hear uh, people ask players sometimes, like, did you hear the fans, did you notice the fans, this or that and you're like, you know, oh, before the game after the game, but once you, you get in the game, you're zeroed in, I kind of forgot that there was like an arena of people watching us, and I just kind of zeroed in on trying not to make a fool of myself and also trying not to tear an ACL on the carpet. That's coming up in various places in the middle of the arena.
3: That's it. Right? Like, and I just didn't want people to get behind us. I was looking around and I'm just like, Oh, this everyone's like Bill Murray from space jam. They don't play defense. (laughs) And I'm just like, I guess I need to stay back here. And then towards the end we were losing because someone let Daniel Sperry get a goal. My nemesis. And <laughs> Daniels, and we, no Daniels. Uh, Daniels, no Daniels, bro. And there could only be one Daniel on the field. So he gets a goal, and I'm like, listen, I'm pushing up. And that's when Chris saw me doing that, and he's like, well, I guess I need to get back. Yeah, yeah Chris, you do, because I'm fired up.
2: <laughs> it was fun. I, I'm I'm glad we got to do it. I can't wait to do it again next year. Hopefully we get to do it in the sporting game this year again. Right.
3: So, I I just want to say I was open. And and the kid who was a child Cartoon Network star didn't uh, didn't pass to me. So <laughs> he t- he took a shot like point blank with a guy in front of him, and I'm like, "How's that the good play?" I'm right off to your left, no one's on me. You're, well, you're I- doing the thing where you, you point down in the spot, and the player's clearly upset. And yeah, no, i know pointing. I was pointing at my feet. Like yep, yep, yep. Give it to me. Give, 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 give. Yeah. And he just shoots it, and I just go, "Hmm, okay." Apparently, you were on Cartoon Network once upon a time. <laughs> it was fun. I'm, I'm glad we did it. So, oh, for sure. Thank you, everybody who uh, who participated. We
2: didn't get the win, but that just means we'll we'll have to uh, avenge it next year. So we will avenge it. But the Comets got the win in amazing fashion. Last set, like thir- 30 seconds left, they ended up getting the goal. And the St. Louis ambush had quite the contingency of fans that came out for the game. They did. You have a good time at the game? Oh yeah, it was awesome. I mean, there was. Yeah, back and forth between the Ambush fans and the Comets fans. At one point, I was like, there's going to be a fight that's happening. And, uh, you know, it got it got a little uh, chippy on the field. The goalkeeper Did. got right up into Leo's face, our, our player coach. And and they were reviewing for a blue card, which if you don't know what that is, it sends you to the penalty box because the rules in arena soccer are crazy. Yeah, and,
3: uh, you know, Comets got the dub in the end. Our guy Kevin Ellis is on the other team. And he, uh, you know, that sporting guy. Oh, he's our uh, guy. He's our guy. He was walking in the back, and I go, Kev, good to see you, man. He lifts his fist for a bump because Daniel's also know Kevins, and he bumped (laughs) me. (laughs) And I'm like, good to see you, brother. He's like, you too, man. And Chris goes, do you know Kevin? I was like, oh, hell yeah. And I was like, no, but I'm going to act like I do.
2: (laughs) I did serve
3: beer alongside
2: Kevin Ellis at a Sporting Victors thing way back when once. Were you at that? There you go. Is that like Boulevardia or something maybe? I don't know.
3: Oh, I didn't do Boulevardia. I did it at... uh, uh Bale House? Bale House, I think. Yeah. I was there for yeah. one of those. I think I served with Beasler, Amelia, and Zusi. I had, like, the all-star team. It was yeah. wild. Dom was there. I got Dom to send a Snapchat to my brother, so that was fun. Yeah. Cool. Dom and I <laughs> pair of tattoos. He's like, let me see your tats, man. I was like, oh, okay. Examine my body. Buy me a drink first. <laughs> you may look at my body, my friend. Um, no,
2: it was fun. Thanks to everybody involved. So let's... Uh, there's, there's a little bit of Sporting KC stuff to get into this week. Not a ton, okay. though we got one, one more preseason game occurred. They well, I it against.
3: Who's at Apple TV, man. You've been on the, well, the season pass at all? I do. I have it now. It's launched. There's a lot more content at the launch than I thought there would be, to be honest. Quite a bit. And it's all, you can just click on a club, and up pops everything that that club is a part of. They, sporting might be in episode 22 of a series, and it will just mm-hmm. pull up that episode for you to watch. It's very cool. Yeah, and every club, I think they were
2: self-produced, which is interesting because some of them, they range anywhere from a minute long to like 33 minutes long. Yeah. They're basically like these like club profile episodes. And Sporting's, I feel like Sporting did it right. Sporting hit the sweet spot of like 12 minutes. Because if I watch it. like a club profile, I'm not trying to sit down and watch a 33-minute documentary like LAFC put out there, but I guess they have like 7,000 owners, so they have to go through all of them. Uh, I'm also wow. not trying to watch a minute long teaser trailer like St. Louis City SC put out there where I'm like, it's your first year. All you're going to do is hype up people for 60 seconds. Uh, sporting, it was like 11 minutes long or so. And it, Nate Bucati is the narrator and it's going through the history and it's it's showing the days at Arrowhead. And then it shows the reveal of the sporting KC crest. And, and then it ends with Peter Vermees talking about the club and the philosophy and where they're going. So I thought it was very well done. Guess I don't need to watch after all. Thank I didn't you. Tell you everything he said. You blew it. You spoiled it. Yeah, I. You don't need to watch St. Louis City. Which, by the way, St. Louis City. Let's. Ch- I didn't. Re- I forgot this was a thing. They're branding, all caps on the city. It's, yeah, that feels like one of those things that two years from now they're going to be like, you know what? Never mind. This was too difficult. We didn't think about this. We keep forgetting that we leave the caps lock on, and it's not yeah. why. It. It's weird.
3: It's weird. I. uh, you have to yell the city when you say the name. Is it like St. Louis City? Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I really hope we just. I really hope we just wallop on those guys. Just, uh, you know, that first game is going to be crazy, right? It's going to be nuts. I just hope we beat little brother. You know, lock them in the be, couch or something. It's going to be too expensive
2: to get in. I mean, we're going to find a way to be there, but it's going to be stupid expensive. No, it's not. I mean, th- do you see how much tickets are already going for for their first game of the year? All right, buddy. You get tickets
3: through Sporting Kansas City. But how many, okay, yeah, but how many people are going to try to get tickets through SKC, you think? Probably a lot. Listen, I'm the guy you talk to. Okay. I've, you know how many roadrun games I've been to? When you go to those, you get priority for other ones because you are a legit fan. Okay. I You're think that's it. it. Sporting fan? I think it's a blue check mark thing. I just don't have that on Twitter yet. It's like the beehive for Beyonce concert tickets <laughs> that's apparently <laughs> impossible to get. It is. And, you know, I assume, and if not, we'll find our way there, of course. Uh, and if it's just super expensive, then we won't. <laughs> well, I mean, we could probably get media passes if we want.
2: Oh, we're out of doubt. We'll get, we'll get media, and it's not going to be the same, because you want to be down there with the fans and cheering and, and whatnot, but at least we'd be there. At least we'd be in the stadium. And so that, that's that's my worst case scenario. But I did see for their first game, their opening game at home this year, Cheapest tickets online right now on SeatGeek are like three hundred and ninety-four
3: dollars a ticket. That's boring. Why? Why? Why is that? I don't. I mean, apparently the St. Louis City. Hot tea is very excited. All right, dude, dude, we're gonna go see a St. Louis a game, and uh, <laughs> it's I, I just ah oh, what a laughable organization. it we have to, a we keep up. We can't keep this bid up through the entire season. Watch me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Have you seen a dead horse? I beat it. <laughs> our poor producers who have to sit here and listen to us yell, "city" <laughs> the right. entire time. My vegan uh, is talking about beating dead horses. That's just not okay. <laughs> it is coming for you now. I'm a bad vegan. Um,
2: but before we get to, to St. Louis City, we did play Louisville City FC uh, at Grand Canyon University in Phoenix as part of our preseason tournament. And Yeah. Uh, well, it's not a tournament. Pre-season. Now I've got our asses kicked. You know, well, I mean, it didn't start off well. Uh, 2-0 and unfortunately there's a name very familiar well maybe not very familiar mildly familiar to Sporting KC fans who got on the score sheet except not for Sporting Kansas City and that is the man known as Wilson Harris who is currently playing for Louisville City FC who you might know uh, was a Sporting Kansas City homegrown player got signed to a first team contract uh, played very sparingly mostly in reserve appearances for Sporting KC and ultimately didn't make the cut for what Peter was looking for, I guess, uh, moved on. Uh, so for him, even though it was a preseason game against Sporting Kansas City to get on the score sheet, put them up 2-0 uh, in the 67th minute, uh, that probably felt pretty good, I would imagine, for for a young kid to kind of do that against uh, yeah. his
3: his, uh, his old club. Uh, even if it's preseason, it still is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. even, if, even if it was only a stupid halftime media game, it was still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it it was interesting.
2: Um, we had our first penalty kick, I guess you could say, of the year. I believe it was the first penalty kick. Uh, Marino Shawnee drew a foul in the box around the seventy fifth minute, and I I was I was interested to see who would step up and take this penalty kick because of the people who were on the field. It wasn't wasn't a lot of you know there was no Williagata, there was no uh, Eric Tommy, there was no Johnny Russell. So I'm like, okay, Graham Zussi's out there. That's that's somebody who could take it. Johnny, he's a winger. Does he take it? I assumed Daniel Shallowy would be the one out of all the people on the field to take it. Not so. Remy Voltaire steps up and buries the penalty kick and then gets another goal himself in the 90th minute to ultimately make it a 2-0 or a 2-2 draw. But, uh, you know, Remy Voltaire,
3: maybe he's uh, vying for that penalty taker spot if if Johnny Russell's not on the field. That's that's an idea. I mean, that's a that's a confident man right there. I, again, it's preseason, and maybe Daniel was like, nah, go right ahead. I'm saving my goals for the regular season. Yeah, it could be. And now Daniel's not necessarily known for taking penalty
2: kicks when he had his near-golden boot season. Those were basically all from the run of play. They weren't penalty kick goals, and, and some of the other players who were vying for that uh, golden boot were taking eight or nine penalty kicks uh, throughout the year. But... Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time a, a number eight or a defensive midfielder, if, if Voltaire ends up playing there this year, took our penalty kicks, because there was a stretch where Ilié stepped up and took took the kicks from the
3: spot for quite a while, and he, he had a relatively good success rate. So yeah, not bad. I uh, Yeah, sent, yeah it, it was just what I thought was cool was like, okay, here's what I took away from it. It's preseason, so you don't read too much into it, but they still fought back to essentially save a save a point you know what i mean sure and that fight back no matter what team it is whether it's against mls cup champions lafc or st louis city you it we, uh <laughs> it's still a comeback and that's uh commendable you know yeah
2: so you know there's there's two more games one is today wednesday against uh real salt lake and then uh there is one more uh well
3: is there two more games? Uh, maybe that's the last game. I thought there was one more against Phoenix Rising. They're coming back this weekend. Did you hear they're also staying maybe in the same fun. hotel as the Chiefs? Oh, out in Arizona? That's fine. Yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. Just brushing shoulders with Mahomes or LeJarrius Sneed and anybody, you know. And Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. It's just kind of cool, man. What a, what a great working Kelsey account. owner, Patrick Mahomes. I got to be honest. It's weird to even uh, talk about soccer right now. Like, I'm kind of all... On football right now, it's a weird time. I
2: mean, it is. Yeah, the Super Bowl coming up this this uh, this Sunday, and uh, I know everybody out in uh, uh, Arizona will be having a good time. And the Sporting KC players, I'm sure, will be cheering on the Chiefs because they're all big uh, big Chiefs fans.
3: What they'll be back for the Super Bowl? I, I heard Courtney Ford talking to Ali Trost that they'll uh, Ali Trost Martin that they'll be uh, back in town to watch it. Let me ask you this though, real quick, little side note: What's your mm-hmm. favorite thing about the Super Bowl every year? And you can't say the game, like uh, one of the extra things that comes with Super Bowl, the food. Yeah, it's the food. It's the excuse yeah. to to you know. And I've
2: been trying to eat, you know healthier as of late, working out a little more. But but you know, Sunday I already got some things lined out that I know I want to eat. It's an excuse to get those special dips or or the buffalo wings or pizzas or you know queso dip or whatever it is that you want,
3: and uh, and you don't you know give yourself an excuse to eat some of it. I know, man. I, I'm all about queso and buffalo wings, and I, I need to make it happen. Uh, the guy's house I'm going to is making chili, and I'm like, that's interesting. Is this is so, good chili? I've never had chili at a Super Bowl party, but I'm open to it. I mean, chili, uh, I, I like chili throughout the football season, but because especially as it gets a little colder. So it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I I'll I'll give it a shot, but I'm like, I will bring some like vegan hot wings and some vegan queso dip, you know what I mean? So be prepared. I mean, that- that vegan queso dip that that y'all make i've tried it it's it's pretty good you dip the buffalo chicken wings in the queso dip Mm. it's out of control i i can't stack this all on my wife though because she's gonna get overwhelmed there's a lot going on so i gotta pick up the slack i gotta do some shit i know yeah it's just time is time's crazy bro we'll talk but shit is crazy (laughs) in my life right now
1: (laughs) you're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in kansas city kc sports network Entertain, educate, inform KC Sports
2: Network. So it'll be fun. Uh, There's lots going on. So you got, you got uh, uh, another preseason game tonight and then you got the Super Bowl on Sunday and then a week from tomorrow. Is that right? Let's see here. So Thursday, yeah, a week from tomorrow, Sporting Kings City is launching their new primary kit. So happening. It's there's, there's a busy couple of weeks now probably talk a little bit more about this next week maybe there'll be some teases by the time we record for next week i'm starting to have some theories i don't know if the argyle will be in there people people myself included were sort of theorizing maybe it would but i'm looking at the graphic that they put up a couple days ago teasing the the primary launch primary kit launch on february 16th i have a new theory about what we might see from the primary kit oh do share. If you look at the graphic where they're showing the sporting style pop-up store, I'm looking at it on my monitor right here. There's a gradient. There's there's horizontal stripes, a gradient, a gradient. There's some horizontal stripes and there's a gradient. It starts lighter at the top and it gets a little bit darker as it goes to the bottom. Now we know there has to be primarily a light kit because it's the primary kit. But what if you see it go from light and then it's you know slowly transitions to at the bottom it's more of that dark navy blue and it's sort of like a, a gray and maybe there's some uh horizontal stripes that go along with it i don't know i'm just saying i'm trying to read into the graphics
3: they're putting out and i I thought that was interesting that that's what they did you think horizontal stripes not a vertical situation i mean on 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 the graphic there's some horizontal stripes behind it so huh maybe some we'll see yeah speculate all you guys want but uh don't blow this for me because i like surprises are you gonna buy it no matter what Uh, well, I'll, I'll probably score three goals in the media game and they'll probably give me one. (laughs) That's that's true. So it is interesting. Uh, I I I always do. I'll get it. Of course, somehow I will obtain it. (laughs) If you
2: buy it uh, and schedule pickup for between February 16th and 18th, there will be a pop up store for the first time at the Compass Minerals National Performance Center. So this is the first Mm -hmm. retail experience inside. The training facility for Sporting KC. So, if you haven't had the chance yet to go see the training facility, I know we both have, but if, if you're listening and you haven't had a chance to go in there and see at least part of it, this might be your opportunity
3: and you'll get the new kit while and, you do it. And and Sporting, uh, you're blowing it. Like, we, you could have absolutely had us uh, announce the jersey on the pod. You know, we could have had our names on the back, could have shown, you know, uh, maybe it's a gift to us. Maybe Maybe you give us a deal. I don't know. But we could have, we could have broke it here. I mean, we're we're doing big things, you know. So, yeah. just spoof for thought, proof for thought. I I don't, I'm not a marketing guy. You know, I'm not in the marketing department. So, I'm I'm just saying, if you want to give us a jersey, we'll talk about it, and we'll, uh, you know, <laughs> it's really we're doing you a favor. Hey, if you don't shoot your shot for stuff, like it, you got you got to value yourself. You know what I mean? You don't know if you don't ask. So exactly. there's that. Hey, let's go for it. Absolutely. Uh, what do we do? We tweeted at KC Comets, "Hey, we'll play in your media game." And they're like, <laughs> they're like, "Come on." And we're like, "Sweet. <laughs> Let's do it." Um yeah, they did have the
2: world's most giant bucket of coleslaw in that KC Comets luxury suite. Did you see when you walked in where were they? Yeah, oh my god. And like maybe 3 scoops of it got
3: eaten throughout the night. It was like 7 gallons of coleslaw that were on the table. Well, I do think we should have grabbed the Casey Mavericks trophy and came out with that. And since you weren't, you weren't even introduced correctly, you absolutely should have took that fucking trophy. And Brian, (laughs) you just—you're not going to announce my name? Too bad, I'm already the champion.
2: Yeah, there was a trophy just chilling backstage that we could have grabbed. So just chilling. Um, there was some interesting uh, tidbits that came from Peter Vermees' Friday press conference. You know, we we were uh, recently on a podcast. Um, the i80 sports podcast we join them basically every year to talk a little uh, preview of sporting kc season and and one of the questions that bob with i80 sports you can find it on our twitter we we retweeted it uh one of the questions that he asked us was what do you think is sort of the weakness of the sporting kansas city team right now and and i think we both kind of agreed that center back is an interesting position because it's very thin there's only three center backs currently signed to the senior roster between uh, andre fontas um, Courtney Ford and uh, Robert Voliter. Well, Peter, in the fr- press conference this past Friday, um, was asked about the likelihood of signing another center back. There's been links to you know a number of different ones. Farrow being the most recent one we talked about. And and Peter's quote says, "Yes, I think you'll see another person being signed to the team in in that
3: position. I can see that." So he tries to be sneaky, but he's like, "You're clearly onto something here." So uh, sure. Yeah, it's happening. He yeah, and now he didn't give a timeline, so if it doesn't happen, he could be like, oh, I mean, like I said at some point there'll be a center
2: back side. I didn't say it would be this year or this window, but right. I mean, I can't imagine that Sporting K C plans to go into the season with only three center backs on the senior roster. Yeah, that's weird, right? Uh, absolutely. That's exciting that's stuff, man. We might see a new one. If I I think we assume maybe that um Andre Fontes is, is sort of a lock to start right now at that left center back spot. Do you think that uh, bringing in another center back, it, it it might push Courtney Ford out of that starting spot? Or do you think that given the short timeline, it's Courtney Ford's spot to lose right now and, and he'll have to battle for it maybe in practice,
3: but he probably safe to to start the season there? I don't think it's his to lose at all. Like I, If you bring someone in, especially from Europe who's been playing consistently, they're in form. They're fit. They're ready to go. They just need to learn your shit. It, you know, it's like it's no different than having a job, and you go get the same kind of job elsewhere. You just gotta learn their procedures and policies. Right. So it's uh, bringing someone in is gonna push Fantas too, man. Like, yeah, center backs can be interchangeable. Center they backs can played on right or left before. They have primary spots, but they have been interchanged before because it's because they can't. Right. It's, I mean, we did play with um,
2: two left-footed center backs with Beasler and Fontas at one point, and that was a little interesting. Uh, not but well. yeah, so, I mean, it, you know, I don't know. I think, I, I do think Fontas is probably, he's the most experienced. Now he's had some up seasons and some down seasons, but... Peter indicated that his contract is more reasonable this year to, to match the performance so I think he's probably safe there. I think Courtney Ford is a pretty good bet to start
3: at that right center back spot but I agree it's probably not a lock. Well that implies that implies that Fantas took a significant pay cut mm-hmm. uh, which is, that says a lot for the player too, like that he's yeah. willing to, uh, that he wants to stay here, mm-hmm. he wants this team to succeed uh, and that that helps the overall culture of the club because if he would have been like nah I'm out of here it everyone will be like, well, I guess, I guess we see how much he really cared. I guess, right. But it's also business. So there's it, it, there's so many factors in sports, man. But I mean, it's wild. Andreu Fontes, he's been here.
2: What I mean, is this his fifth year with the club? Fifth or sixth? I mean, it sounds right. It's been a while. I mean, he's, he's getting a. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at his pulling up his career stats right now. It's it's been. Um, a number of years. He joined Sporting KC in 2018. So this is his sixth year with the club. Now, he didn't start Mm -hmm. a lot in 2018. He only made two appearances. In 2019, he only made 13 uh, appearances. And in 2020, he only made three appearances. So I think those first few years when he was making a million dollars, that's quite a bit to have a reserve center back. Uh, But they made a lot of Fanta jokes. Yeah, we did. Uh, 2021, that was when he sort of had his Uh, best 11 season 33 games played 33 games started so that was quite good uh 2022 came back to earth a little bit but 28 games played 27 games started so he definitely took a pay cut um and uh yeah it's we don't know the exact salary we'll see when the the players union releases salaries but uh, i think he's probably maybe not you know written in pen there but but it's it's a pretty solid pencil that you can write his name on the roster sheet for, for opening day
3: no doubt. I, I think so too. Um, but time will tell, man, bringing someone in is going to push the whole back line really for minutes. And, uh, just, I, I just, I can't stress enough how much I'm excited to see these position battles play out. Um, cause if someone, if someone trips and falters early on in the season, then boom, next guy up, you know, there's right. There's no margin for error, especially the way we ended last year. Right. So we'll see. Um, Interesting stuff. Uh, there is uh, a
2: little bit more news that I want to talk about that sort of tangentially involves Sporting Kansas City. It's it's not um, directly a Sporting KC story that I want to get into here in a second. Uh, but first, you mentioned Super Bowl's coming up. And so we want to let you all know um, that DraftKings Sportsbook is available for you and your sports betting needs. So are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner? Of Super Bowl 57 has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 5 and 8 p.m. Central Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. I uh, I mean I don't know if you're going to be putting any money down on the Super Bowl Chiefs. You can get some some plus odds right now. They're they're still the underdogs. So you can get
3: you know make a little more money than you put down if you want to take the Chiefs to win. It's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. This is this is fun, man. All, Allie Trost Martin gets to read about Enterprise Bank, but we we got we got bets. We got bets. So download Good the DraftKings Sportsbook
2: app and use code NoOtherPod. New customers can bet five dollars on Super Bowl fifty-seven and get two hundred in bonus bets instantly. Y'all see the Kevin Hart ads? It's instantly. You get it the second you make Instant. that five dollar bet. So uh, only with DraftKings Sportsbook with code. No other pod. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions. Repl- apply. See show notes for details.
1: You are listening to KC Sports Network, your home for the best coverage on your favorite local teams. Whether you're a Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, KC Current, K State, KU, or Mizzou fan, we've got you covered. Find KCSN on your favorite podcast platform. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network.
3: I gotta point out that Wiz jacket you got on. By the way, I uh, have the. Can you have one of those as well? Uh, I heard you coming, though, from a mile away. They're very yeah. very, very, noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one.
2: Um, so the story I want to talk about that tangentially involves sporting Kansas City is the rumors surrounding the U.S. men's national team managerial job. Now, we all know yeah. that there's nothing been officially confirmed, at least that I've seen, about Greg Berhalter not coming back. But he is currently out of contract. There is no permanent manager of the U.S. men's national team. And then, uh, you know, Jesse Marsh, former New York Red Bulls coach who went over to uh, Red Bull Leipzig and then uh, found his way or no, sorry, not was he at Leipzig? He was at. um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. He was he was with the Red Bull organization um, coaching over in Europe, and then he took over at Leeds United in the Premier League. Uh, He is no longer the coach of leeds united he got let go so suddenly uh u.s men's national team twitter basically handed him the position of u.s men's national team coach although he has been lukewarm at times in terms of that but there is another coach who played for the u.s men's national team who was american born who has previously expressed potential interest in one day coaching the u.s men's national team and that is none other than our own Coach and sporting director Peter vermes What are you doing? Now hold on. There there's he was asked about this. Did you see the quote? Yes. I did. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm just saying. He was basically uh, like, shut it down, Jabroni. That, no, that's not exactly what he said. Here's like, a jabroni roll. Shut your mind. <laughs> um he was asked a question about the job with the US men's national team. And he said, I appreciate the question. My focus is here with Sporting Kansas City. I don't really know what's going on there, but what all of you know. So that's not a, you know, I'm here full time. or It's not a, I'm interested in the job. It's it's not here right now. But what is interesting is, uh, according to Daniel Sperry, um, his contract, Peter Vermeer's contract with Sporting Kansas City, is slated to end at the end of this season. True. Um, Sperry said he asked if... Peter has had conversations about extending that contract and Peter declined to comment. So now, uh, as Barry points out, you know, declining to comment isn't necessarily nothing's going, isn't necessarily nothing's going on. It might just be, I'm not focused on that right now, but you know, Peter's talked about before how much he cares about us men's national team and us soccer. If, for whatever reason, the U.S. men's national team was to come knocking. I, now, I don't think they will because I don't think the timing's right with the MLS season, but if they were,
3: I think Peter would entertain the option. Come on. He said he don't want to comment because he's he has a job. He's like, uh, well, my bosses read your magazine. <laughs> my bosses read your newspaper, so I'm not going to say, like, yeah, I would totally do that because then my yeah. boss is going to be like, well, then why don't you and go do it? Like, get the hell out. You know, like. I know it's his last co- it's contract year for him, and I think he'll get another one after this. Well, I think sporting will definitely, unless things fall off the rails for
2: sporting Kansas City this year, which I don't envision they will, I think yes. he will get another contract okay. offer. Well, let me ask you this then. I'm going to throw you another curveball. No. He doesn't get the, the, the coaching job. I don't think U.S. Soccer wants to wait a full a full year, basically, before they hire a coach. You know what else they need? A general manager. What if they come to, to Peter Ramiz at the end of this year and say, hey, we have a coach, but you can be the general manager and help create the pathway and develop players for the future of the U.S. men's national
3: team. Is he can enticed he, by that? Can he work out of Kansas City with this job?
2: Well, that's a good question. Previously, they've wanted people to to live in Chicago,
3: right? But uh, now it's it's different. I mean, doesn't Vlaco, the the freaking coach of the women's team, live in KC? He might. They might have loosened those restrictions. I think so. Uh, anyways, this is ah. Uh, you just you're making me mad, really. Like I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> so like I don't want to think about this. Uh, Daddy Peter just going, going away. You know. I mean, it's probably not gonna Best happen. Friends. I just, you know, it, it was brought up in the in the press conference. I think it's worth keeping an eye on. So but it's just gonna but get he- brought up again, and it's gonna be a focal point of the year, and it's gonna be a distraction, and he's gonna shut it down every time. He's not the only one though that that's being asked about this. Jim Curtin, the head coach
2: of the Philadelphia Union. Uh, was was asked about whether he would be interested in uh, in the job, and um, he said he would. He said he'd be interested so much so that he said he would even consider taking an assistant coach position with the U.S. men's national team if it meant leaving his head coach position with the Philadelphia
3: Union. Jim's not very smart, is he? How do you say that on record? When you are currently employed, you don't say, yeah, I'd, I'd leave. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, he, well, look, where's I, the decorum, I, I, that's not even the right way to do business. Jim Kerrigan's yeah. just a schmuck. All right. Get get your fellow redhead in order, Jimmy. What is going I on? I mean, he does, he does
2: qualify it. He says, you know, um, I do eventually want to test myself against the best in the world. Do I think I'm ready for that right now? I don't. I, I still have some work to do here in Philly. I really like this project here. We're close to MLS cup. So I want to win MLS cup here in Philly. Uh, but
3: I just, I mean, I don't know. Um, he's, he's interested for you, Jim. And you blew it. You let LAFC beat you. You blew it. This is, this is his
2: exact quote. Of course, I'd love to coach the national team if that's what you're asking. But I said this before and I meant when I say it, whoever they choose, if they choose Jose Mourinho, if they choose Carlo Ancelotti, if they choose Jesse Marsh, I would be their assistant. You know what I mean? Like, that's how important I think this upcoming World Cup is. He'd be willing to be the assistant for one of those coaches if it meant he got to be on the staff for this 2026 World Cup.
3: He just wants to be a part of it. Look at him, look at him. He just wants to be in the media halftime game. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just wants to get in in the door. Hey, I get it. Just a foot in the door. I just want to be on the sidelines to have a great seat and not pay thousands of dollars for a good seat. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, it might be it. A um,
2: couple more things. There were there were a couple other quotes. That I wanted to to highlight from Peter Vermees' press conference. Um, he did say Allen and Gotti, meaning Allen, Polito, and Gotti Kinda, um, things have been going great. I'm very optimistic. They're getting very close to being ready to go. So it sounds like, you know, Doyle had an interesting take in his uh, Western Conference death chart article where he said that Sporting KC might have to look at doing the buyout for Gotti Kinda. And I don't think Doyle was paying much attention to what's happening here in Kansas City. What was he talking about? I mean, he's just saying that he 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 didn't even have Kinda on the midfield depth chart. He says one extra note, and this is from the February fifth update. This is three days ago. One extra note: I left mm-hmm. Kinda off the depth chart below as he's still injured. That's feeling more and more like a problem they may have to solve via a buyout. Hmm. So, well, Doyle clearly
3: didn't listen to Peter Vermees press conference. He he can't he can't. You can't if you're a national <laughs> if you're a national guy and you cover all these teams, do you really go listen to every single press conference for every single coach and player? That's tough. No. I get that. Hell man, it's tough to like watch highlights from every single game. So he's doing his best, uh, to add some commentary to it, but come on, man. We're your guys on the front lines here. This is interesting. He I mean, he's not even necessarily talking about Polito
2: because he's injured. Um, he says the roster looks set, save perhaps the status of Alan Polito, KC's record signing, hasn't played much the past two years and has never played as well as Will Yagata did at the end of last season. He enters this year, the final year of his
3: contract as a backup. So God, call shit. it a shot right now. Hey, I don't I can't fault him for that. Like we don't know. And that seems it's totally true. plausible. Yeah. I mean, if I were a a betting person, if I were going to go on DraftKings Sportsbook
2: and put down who I think would be the opening day striker for Sporting KC, I'm probably going Willie Agata because I think he's going to want to work Polito back into full fitness. But uh, I do think Polito will be starting a non significant or not insignificant number of games this year for Sporting KC at Striker.
3: Would love to see him in like a, a two striker system. You know what I mean? How wild would that be? Yeah. It it'd be uh it'd be pretty
2: interesting. We've talked about that sporting or uh, Peter Vermese with sporting Kansas City will have maybe a little bit more freedom to do some interesting strategic things with formation or strategies or whatnot, given the depth that he has in, in some of these positions now. So yeah, could uh, could be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of other news and notes that I really want to get into uh around the league, although there was one uh, that's just kind of funny. Um uh, we all know that Pro, the professional referees organization, doesn't have the best reputation with MLS fans, right? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you ask any any fan base of any club, and they're going to think that Pro intentionally screws them, basically, and and, and makes that uh, makes errors that that cause them to lose games, lose playoff spots, etc. There's there's one name that if I mention that everybody kind of shudders at a little bit. That's Mark Geiger. If I say Mark Geiger, what sort of feelings
3: pop up in you? Because there's a phrase specifically that pops into my mind. I can't think of anything off the bat. I mean, I there's other referees that do that to me though. But what what do you get? Okay, who's who's a ref that does it to you? Uh, I don't know, bro. Now you'd have you have to say you on the spot. Well, well you have Mark, to say it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. There.
2: There's. There's a number. Chris Pence is usually okay. Um. Uh. Ishmael Elfath. He. He. That's one. You know, you don't like him, uh? Sometimes, sometimes. yeah, it depends. It depends. fans. When I think Mark Geiger, I think the Geiger Show, because that was sort of the meme that went around whenever Mark Geiger was the referee. They'd be like, "Oh, but it's the Geiger Show." He likes to insert
3: himself. Carl Ted Uncle Ted. Uh, woo. Ted Uncle's not, not a big, pro anymore, but not a big fan of Ted. All right, I just throwing that out there. What about the referee that kind of looks like you? Oh God, I know exactly who you're talking about, and now he's. Uh,
2: um, Oh, pro referees! What is his friggin' name? Um, yeah, I, I he's he's the redheaded guy that he. I don't he want not any... to be there. Let's see. I can look at the the official rosters here. Well, anyway, Mark Geiger, um, of the Geiger Show, has been named the general manager of Pro, which basically means, um, he's now overseeing all of the the pro referees that will be refereeing, um major league soccer games
3: so well, that's what happens the people get, gonna get better. The people that get promoted are not always well liked okay you know you know who i don't like i don't know right. if you're gonna you're
2: gonna know this by name but if you saw him you know him fotis bazakos if you oh, saw yeah. this guy running oh if i if i sent you a picture of this referee let me see if i can do this real quick while you're on there because you'll see this guy and and you're gonna say yep that's the referee who always loses control of the game do I have to get my phone? Oh, you don't have your phone on you? Okay. I put it on the charger. I got my watch. Well,
3: you got your watch. Can you see this guy? Does he look familiar at all? Yeah, a little bit. He likes to uh, he likes to take control and, and uh, puff out his chest every now and then. Yeah, he's one. And and Drew Fisher is my doppelganger. Drew Fisher, there you go. So,
2: anyway, Mark Geiger's now the head of uh, uh, pro referees, and, and he's one that whenever I hear the name Mark Geiger, I'm just like, oh, this is going to be... Nobody's going to be happy. No fan base is going to be happy, and now he's the one who's in charge of, the uh, you know, all referees. So that's good. Good deal, good. man. Him. Good deal. But do
3: you have any other stories that you want to cover this week before we we sign out? No, no stories. I think you guys, uh, if you're paying attention at all to Kansas City Soccer, though, you'll tune in tomorrow to our uh, sister episode currently mm-hmm. where we talk about Kansas. So, oh boy. It's going to be a quite fun episode tomorrow, so we'll see you there. Current are going wild with the signings this off season. Yeah,
2: you should uh, you should tune in. I'm sure there's going to be some good takes and then some exciting stuff to talk about. So, um, check out currently. Check out um, other episodes of No Other Pod and check out Soccer Talks with Ali Trust Martin uh, right here on the KCSN Soccer
3: Feed or the YouTube's. Get us uh, about the YouTubes. On, on YouTube. On YouTube. My ring light, bro. Makes me look uh <laughs> like I'm not super tired because I am exactly. Go to the KCSN
2: Soccer Channel on YouTube. Uh, make sure you leave us a five star rating and review. It's been a minute since we've had a review to read on air, so get on there, leave a five star rating and review. We'll read it here right on air if you have not yet done so, or if you have done so, grab your your brother, your sister, your kids, your spouses, your partner's phone, iPad, what what you know, whatever, and and leave that review for us. Um and then yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Other Pod at Dan at JCMac03 or uh, shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Sit it.
1: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou, by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.